Welcome everyone back to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to we're done with the we're done with the draft talk. It's all over. So now we're going to try to get you ready for your season with uh picking up some players that might will still be under waiver wire. So the way we're going to do this this year is a little different. Probably we're going to talk a lot more about players maybe that are more under the radar. Um, I think everyone knows who the waiver wire pickups are every week these days. So we're going to try to get some guys that are maybe more under the radar guys you should look at. This week's a little different because we haven't, no one's played yet, but I think we got some names here that are interesting um, that maybe you should look at. I got some, I don't know, see what Jeff has here. I want to throw out a couple names before Jeff, before we get going on this, I just going to throw out a couple names that I think are just way too, like still not owned enough. One, Jalen Warren. He's only 48% owned on ESPN. Let's get that number up a little bit, I would say. Um, Tank Bigsby. This was a surprise to me. Only 28% owned, Tank Bigsby. Yeah, that one I, That one was the big one for me, too, uh, yeah. probably because I like the guy. But I, I think that he has a clear path of uh, yeah. playing right now. Like, even Jalen Warren, which I totally agree with you, I feel like Tank yep. Bigsby has an easier route towards more production currently. Mm-hmm. Than Warren yeah. does. So I'm very, very yeah. intrigued by that. Yeah. Bigsby's one of the, I mean, under 30% owned. Like the problem with him is, I, I don't, it, like, what, what is his path? I mean, his path is a Travis Etienne injury, right? But he's going to be valued. Yeah. He's going to play somewhat other than that. But that that's where he's well, at. But, we'll say that. Yeah. But I also think, and we don't, well, right. We don't know exactly, but either that or short yardage, uh, a, you know, short yardage down yeah. back. Like, I, I think that he does have an ability to be the goal line back. I don't know yeah, if they right. start him that way or whatever, but it, with Warren, I do feel like, okay, third down back, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. But, um, but with the, you know, with the touchdown upside of Tank Bigsby, and once again, we're talking early, we don't know what it's going to be. I just see a little more possibility there. So I'm just very, yep. you know, very curious why it was at 28. Um, Devin, Devin A chain at only 26% is interesting too, especially with Jeff Wilson now on IR for four weeks. Uh, that one in, is, I think A chain's been hurt a lot this preseason though, and he's also small. So people are thrown off by that, but hey, 26% owned. Yeah. I think, I think it was the injury. He got injured at the wrong yeah, time. Everyone was did. drafting around the time you got that, that news. So I think he's a one that you can easily go back and throw him on your bench if you, accidentally grabbed a guy you don't really want or an injury mm-hmm. already occurred. I think Bigsby and A-Chain are two perfect yep. examples of guys that you grab early rather than wait for them to do something in, in week one. Those guys, and I think they could have value early, very early. So those are the pick, picks to do. Roshan Johnson, 23% owned. And the reason why he's interesting is the backfield. Okay, I like Khalil Herbert, obviously, if you watch the watch the show this preseason. I like Khalil Herbert, but is he a sure thing? I don't think so. And this is a weird backfield. We got Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, and then Rashawn Johnson. I don't think Foreman is a factor. I, I just don't see that being a factor at all. But Johnson, I mean, I mean, you can picture the scenario, right? Where in the second half of the season, Johnson's this, this is the starting running back getting the majority of the carries. I can absolutely yeah, I see that happening. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I think the he's such a question mark even coming out of college, and that's probably why yeah. he's you know people aren't really sure. And Khalil Herbert did have kind of a good you know he had a couple of big plays, and that's what's mm-hmm. going to stick out. So everyone's like, he's the number one. He was the number one before. We're not we're not confused by that. And obviously, I would much rather have him. I, I like Khalil Herbert a lot, but yep. Roshan Johnson coming out of college, even we weren't really sure. So I think 
just the fact, I mean, that's why people kind of like him too. Like the 23%, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they're, you know, over the moon and they're like, I got a huge steal, but we, we really don't know what it is. And I can't wait to yep. find out. And I, I think you're going to find out really early. I think that yep. in that bears offense too, because of how much they're going to run and do, you know, they're going to go to fields strong suit. I do mm-hmm. think that multiple running backs are going to be used a lot. And like you said, I, I think Foreman was, is there for the depth of it. He, yeah. You know, he's not completely washed or anything, but yep. I don't, I don't think that they brought him in to be a, a workhorse. Or I think it's more of like, if someone else gets hurt, we know we want to use a lot of backs. So he's another one that I think you have to have on your bench really quickly because he might have one big game or Herbert gets hurt in week one. And then all of a sudden you have to throw a ton of your budget on him. So. Then there's some other okay. Some guys I we I, I know we get asked about him. People think is a good waiver wire pick, like a Kenny Gainwell type. There's been talk that he was like you know ahead of Swift and Penny and all that. I don't buy it, and even if it was true, th- like that just means to me that the split is even more with that backfield. Let's say Gainwell truly does is the first back out. I mean, can you imagine that backfield? Then it's going to be at least three players, if not four, with Boston Scott. Yeah, so I, I would say. There's, I have no interest in Kenny Gainwell. I've heard some things about it, but no interest whatsoever. I agree with you again. I once it, it for uh, you're looking for the Miles Sanders uh, effect, right? You're kind of like, okay, yeah. what what running back can get paid her because of that offense is so potent. It, Miles Dave or Miles Davis, <laughs> Miles Davis, <laughs> Miles Sanders scored yeah. so many touchdowns, and that's not really Gainwell's bag. So if they do split it up, Hurst was already bleeding into all the you know rushing touchdowns, red zone carries, yeah. all of that stuff. I, I just don't see Gainwell breaking out and, and doing no. a role that he's never really had before in the NFL. He's a solid back, don't get me wrong. I just don't think the upside is really there. Like, if you desperately either. needed a running back, you know, take a shot at him. But I would much rather take a a chance on one of the other rookie running backs that we just talked about, because I think their upside is so much higher. Way, way more. Uh, Yeah. You'd have to be in a real difficult position with running back in order to grab him, because I just don't think that, you know, mediocre output at best. So one situation that's really, uh, it's confusing. No one knows what it's going to be is the Colts in their running back situation. Jonathan Taylor is obviously at minimum out four weeks. Eh, We'll see how that whole thing plays out in the meantime, though. They have Deion Jackson. They have uh, Zach Moss. They have Evan Hall. Zach Moss probably is going to miss week one, it looks like. He's, he's been injured, so we can see that happening. After that, what do you do you even – what do you do with this? Do you pick up any of these guys? Do you just stash them for a week, see how it plays out? I, I think that might be the move if you have bench spots. Try to throw Jackson and Hall maybe on there just to see if it if there's anything there. Yeah, where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. I I totally get that. I think the the hard part is right now in week one, and we'll we'll, we can dwindle it down as we go through it. But the the question, there's so many guys that have potential here, and there's probably a ton of them that are in in your uh, league that you can grab right now. Even if you have a 12 man league, you know, even more. There's a lot of really talented guys out there. Which ones are going to hit? Which ones are are are, you know going to be sitting on the bench? I think 100% agree. Like, if you like someone and you feel like, I, I, I feel like when it comes to waivers, you have to go with your gut because more than likely you try this guy and you might have to cut him after one week. So the my question for that one would be, do you think you're going to find out more about that player in the first two weeks, week one or week two? Because after that, you're probably going to cut bait and you're probably going to try to find someone else or, 
So that would be my big one. Who will actually hit in week one? And that's mm-hmm. why I like a chain Bigsby um, right away. I think that yep. or Roshan too. I think any three of those guys could hit in week one. And those are the ones that you want to go for. So I'm not so much on the other ones, but the wait and see approach is just what we have yep. at the moment. And then some other names I'll throw out quick. Just, just keep them on your radar. Kyron Williams from the Rams only because I don't trust Cam Akers. But I actually the problem love, is, I love that. I love yeah. that. The thinking behind it, I think, is yeah. really, really solid because I don't trust him either. I mean, I don't think, I mean, does Sean McVay trust him? I mean, he saw last year. Like, there's yeah, I no, mean, it looked like he didn't want him on the team. Exactly. For like so, five weeks. Kyron Williams just, you know, he's the second running back there. There was a little bit of, little bit of hype from him last year only because of the situation. So why, I don't think that's completely cleared up. So Kyron Williams is interesting. Um, Ty Chandler with Minnesota is interesting only because um, he was a, he was an okay prospect out of college, but no one knows what Madison can do with a full-time role. So yeah. it's just that unknown, right? You don't quite know. Um, it, it's kind of the guys just keep your, keep your, you know, your eye on this week and see if there's anything. I don't know if you've got any other names, Jeff, but that's pretty much what I got for running back. I no, no, I think that that pretty much does it for running it. back for me as well. Yeah. Wide receiver. There's some interesting names out there for sure. Again, I don't know how quickly these guys will make an impact, but you never know with receivers. So some some of the names, let me see here. Okay, this one is I don't I'm gonna throw them out there. I don't know what I think about it or how I feel. I don't know if I love the player at all. Van Jefferson. He's probably yeah, I mean, the number one with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, you're you're once again, you're right. I I have a hard time with this one. He, if he's really the wide receiver yeah. number one, you kind of have to, but I just don't trust him. I, know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Either. I don't trust that just, that offense you know, this year. <laughs> I want to throw it out there, but I don't like it. So let's not pick him up. There's a lot. <laughs> there's other guys I really do want. That is so sad that the number one. I'm kind of like, eh. I'll go for no, like a I'm number with three you. on the team. Well, Rashad Bateman at seventeen point nine. I would just take the chance. Wait, yeah, I like he? I like, like Bateman a lot. I think there's talent there. Let's see how it plays out this year. And he's only seventeen point nine percent owned on ESPN right now, which is unreal. So just give him the chance. But these are two guys I actually love to pick up. Jaden Reed for the Packers, 15.4% owned. Um, Dubs and Watson were both out of practice today. Both of them. And let's I mean, that's it could be very interesting for Jaden Reed. Yeah. I, once again, trying to we don't know where we're gonna go with Jordan Love, but trying to rebuild that, that wide receiving core. Uh, we saw where it was last year. And it's whoever does well is going to get playing time. Um, Jaden Reed is a very capable young wide receiver. I don't know what he's going to be like in the NFL, but he always kind of exceeded expectations in college. I'm partial, but <laughs> but um, I do think that there's opportunity there. And do I think that you know other guys will get the first shot over him? Yes, but the injury thing is really interesting. So if he it, it has one good game, all of a sudden he will find himself on the field for mm-hmm. sure. I don't know how much they're going to throw immediately. So he might be a mm-hmm. little bit of a project, but I I would, once again, I would rather see what we have with him rather than taking a shot at uh, kind of a a veteran or something that's filling right. in a spot. Uh, this next one, though, I really love too. Marvin Mims, 13% I, owned. I love this one. I think this yeah. one is a steal. Absolutely. I, I, I can't believe he's only 13% owned. That's That's ridiculous in my mind. No, with Marvin the, Mims I, should be on every okay, maybe not every roster, but <laughs> the majority of them I think he should be on. He's Jerry Judy's injured right now. Other than that, it's Cortland Sutton there, right? 
mean? Yeah, I mean, and they had two huge injuries, right? Jerry Judy is a huge one. Like right away yeah. for Patrick, Patrick went down with a yeah, yeah. Uh, Achilles injury. Yeah. So immediately Mims is playable. Like he's going to be in the top three wide receiving crew. And then Jerry Judy goes down and all of a sudden he goes from kind of like, you know, deep field specialist to, you know, we need you to catch a, a few more balls. So the, and the Broncos offense has to get better. So, you know, they're going to be looking for other ways to score. I like Sutton a lot, but he's not a burner. So I, I like no. the fact that he's a very different player than they have on the field. Not to mention, we don't know what we're going to get out of the running back crew there. Uh, you know, hopefully their Williams is back and healthy, but there's a lot of plays you could make up for. And Marvin Mims is a very good athlete. So that one is, I was surprised when I saw 13% Me too. because of all the injuries around him. He is in the perfect position to soak that up. To be honest, out of all the guys we've talked about the entire episode so far, I think he's my favorite. I think I, agree. I truly I, think he is. He, he is the one I saw, and he does. He's not as safe as the other ones, but I think the upside, no. and that's what I'm going for, yep. is tremendous with that's, that. That's and honestly, that's all we care about right now is on these episodes. I swear, it's upside. It's like who could be the guy that breaks out and becomes a league winner or helps you win leagues. That's really what I care about. And take some. That's why I like to take chances on these guys. He's one of them. Yeah, Next and one, you should. Hopefully, you have uh, you've drafted your team where you at yeah. least have a starting lineup. So if if you know if they're not. If a safe guy isn't making it into your starting lineup, definitely go for the the more of the home run threat. I, well, I think you have to. If like in some situations, okay, if you have like a if you have a good quarterback like a Mahomes or a Josh Allen type, you don't need to have a second quarterback. You know what? You really don't. Yeah, pick I think, him, pick I him think, up when you need to, and you don't need him in the first three weeks, probably. I'm, well, I'm pretty certain neither of them has. I think the earliest either of them has a buy is week ten. One of them is like week thirteen. It might be Josh Allen. It might be week thirteen. Um, so. That's that's just you. You just have no need. There's no need to, you know, have a second quarterback. So get one of these guys. Rashi Rice is interesting to me only because I don't know what Kansas City's going to do. So mm-hmm. if you have a bench spot, maybe some of these other guys aren't available. Throw him. I'll say the same thing about Jalen Jalen Hyatt just because he's a rookie receiver for the Giants with a team that doesn't have great receivers. We don't know if you have the bench spot and some of these other guys aren't there. Maybe throw him. Um, there's a couple Rashid Rashid Shahid. I like him, but he's the number three with New Orleans. How is that going to play out? I don't really know what their passing game is going to be, but I I like the player. Don't know. He's behind Alave and Michael Thomas, though. So how much is there really there? That's could be the problem. But I'll say one last name I got that I I'm interested in. He might do nothing at all, but it's just interesting. He's a rookie. Puka Nakoa. I can't even know how to say his last name for the Rams. <laughs> Again, same situation. I like him. I would pick him up over Van Jefferson because in the same team, only because I think I know what Van Jefferson is. And I don't know what Puka is. So that's why I'd be more interested in picking him up and just seeing what he is. So those are some of the names I got. Jeff, you got yeah. any others to yeah, add I got, here? I want, I want just one more that I want to add. And and yeah. he's a lot of, along the same lines as Puka. And He's a rookie. He's on a what I assume will be a bad offense, but I love what he brings to the team, and it might be perfectly because he's going to be the starting slot wide receiver. But Josh Downs, I feel like because mm-hmm. he's an undersized receiver, didn't get as much praise as he probably deserved because you don't know how they're going to use him. But with a rookie quarterback, we're not sure what is going to happen with Taylor and all of that. Like, you know, we assume, you know, we're, we're just kind of assuming. We don't know how all of it will mm-hmm. work. And even last year when he was playing, 
the offensive line wasn't quite where we thought it was going to be and, and they couldn't run uh, as efficiently. They're going to have to try to throw the ball as much. And I have a feeling Richardson is going to struggle mightily. That is just my prediction. I think he'll run and have a few good games fantasy wise, but I think he's going to be a disaster the first year. That's what I think. Josh Downs could be a safety blanket for him. And I, I think that he gets separation. He has really good hands. You know, once again, College and NFL are two very different games, but yep. I think that he's a very intriguing one that I, I could definitely see. Mm-hmm. I like Mims better, but he's one that uh, you probably don't have to get him week one. If, you know, I would rather try out one of the other guys, but I'm keeping an eye on him. And mm-hmm. um, I'm anyway. So and especially in the PPR yeah. league, I think that's even even more so. So he's I'm another name. Josh Downs on Indianapolis, for sure. No, a lot of a lot of the rookie like, rookies, second year guys. If you have bench spots, throw them at the end. See what happens. You just you don't know this early in the season. So that's my wide receivers. Tight ends, I really don't. I mean, tight ends, it's maybe somebody comes out. I'm interested to see what Irv Smith can do with Cincinnati just because we know we, mm-hmm. we he seems like a talented guy. He's just never come together. I wouldn't put him on your bench probably right now, but hey, just watch it. See what he can do. Jake Ferguson's an interesting name from the Cowboys. Only 5% owned. Seems like he's going to be their starter. But, hey, see what happens there, too. Um, Greg Dolchich has dropped all the way down to 29% owned now. So yeah, that's another I interesting yeah. name. He keeps dropping a little bit, but we'll see how when it actually gets out there and see what happens. But those are just some names to watch, maybe at tight end. Probably no one. And I guess one of them could be Noah Gray from the Kansas City Chiefs, depending on what happens with Kelsey and his his knee. So and how serious it is. They say now they're saying a bone bruise, but it was hyperextended. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, and, that what, and that, and if that's true, would you rather have him or would you rather grab one of the other wide receivers, like you know the Rashi Rice or even a Justin Ross or something? Would, would you rather go wide I, receiver I think or I, him? I think I'd, I think I'd rather go the receiver, probably mm-hmm. Rice or I like. We didn't say Justin Ross. That's another name I like, Justin Ross, just because of how good Justin Ross was in his freshman year at Clemson. The guy was awesome. So yeah, talent yeah, there. He was, I'd rather have one of those guys. So. The injured will fusion or like his bones yeah. were fusing to it was some very strange medical thing that they had to figure out maybe i'm getting it wrong but uh, it was something yeah we'll yeah see. he's healthy now and he's back and he was looking pretty decent in their ots and whatnot so he's really did he's an interesting one all right so there we go unless you got any other names those are my names some no those are the big ones the if, radar, guys. If, if you could say uh if you have your top running back and your top wide receiver or give me two of each mm-hmm. which ones would you actually put on your roster um, okay, I, we we said, I, I, Mims we said a lot is, of names. So Mims for sure, obviously, yep. that's easy. If I'm going running back, if I'm able to say like Bigsby and A Chain for sure, those two without a doubt. Yeah. Um, it's just it, you have a, a preference between one of those. What's that between those two? Do you have a pre- yeah between those mm, two? Do you have a preference like one and two? I'd probably put A Chain right now only because I think the path to him being the guy is it's a simpler path. It's only like Mostert right now. So right, you're, you're thinking that HN can actually outplay Mostert potentially, and yes. Mostert is so injury prone. Yes, and that's why I'd probably go HN over there. I got you. Okay, wide receiver wise, it's it's I mean it's definitely it's it's Mims and Jaden Reed without a doubt. And I'll say my third is Puka. So nice. I'd I'd, I'd throw him on my bench before I put a lot of those other guys. So there we go. Oh. There's some waiver wire pickups for you. Some early waiver. Don't play these guys this week. 
That's not what we're about this year. We're not telling you to play guys this week. We're telling you to pick these guys up because maybe they become a thing later on. So that'll be the difference in our waiver wire show this year. Yeah, we're not telling you. (laughs) That'd be amazing (laughs) if you try to start them. But (laughs) yeah, yeah, don't 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 start these guys. We're trying to save you uh, budget as well. If you get them early and you don't have to do it when they break out, that's what we're trying to. So you're mining for gold right now, like we talk about, Mm -hmm. and we'll figure out who's who after the fact. And further on in the season, once we get a little more like data on defenses we'll try to help you with defenses too like a week or two ahead of time so much easier to get them a week or two ahead of time if you have the bench spots than yeah and then having usually, to go after them and usually we'll find out uh different offenses that you just yep. want to go so a lot of times like when detroit was really bad we just grabbed the defense they were going yep. against so there will be teams yep. like that and uh we'll help you out with that for sure all right that'll do it for this one talk to you guys next time